the way your life is, is the, the way your life, you designed it. And that's why for me, the Wi-Fi lifestyle is what I wanted. I designed my business that I can run from anywhere in the world. But I'm about to embark on my next adventure where I'm going to be traveling the world. That's been something that's so important for me. But I had to make certain decisions in order to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And if somebody wants to do this, you know, it's going to take those decisions. And it's going to be, it's going to take that decision to finally say, you know what, my life is worth it. And I'm going, this is what I want to do with my life. And yeah, I may not be next next week. It may not be next month or next year, but I'm going to start making a plan to make it happen. You're listening to Fuel Radio, inspiration and training to fuel your day. Now here's your host, Rod Jans. All right. Welcome to Fuel Radio. On the line with me today is Anthony Trias. He is an Iraq war veteran. Anthony, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Is it Trias? No, it's actually Treas. Treas. Okay, great. I should have asked you that Treus. before, but as it was coming yeah, no out worries. of my mouth, I'm thinking, am I saying yeah. this right? <laughs> yeah. I was going to stop you, but I was like, oh, you know, we'll just, <laughs> but yeah, Treas. Right on. Okay. So Anthony's on a mission to radically change men's mental health. His mission in Iraq was to provide personal security for U.S. generals and government officials. Now his mission is to inspire men to reclaim their health sense of adventure and purpose. Upon his return home, Anthony struggled with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Desperately wanting to improve his condition, Anthony set out to rebuild his health and mental well-being. With seven years of experience, research, study, and education, he developed the Strong Method, a proven step-by-step -step process his clients use to eliminate their anxiety, to regain control over their health and mental well-being, to become strong men. Welcome to the program, Anthony. Thank you, Rod. It's a pleasure, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. Hey, me too. Anthony got a chance. Anthony, I got a chance to meet at the New Media Summit last week in San Diego, and we really hit it off. And uh, you know, those are the kinds of people I like to have on the program—the <laughs> kinds of people where you make a connection. And uh, yes. and then, yeah, I've been really looking forward to to today. So, yeah, again, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. So typically, uh, what I like to do is ask people what they were doing before they started whatever it is they're doing now. So you were in the yeah. military. Just, just fill in a little bit uh, your background and what you were doing before you, were, you started Strong Men Coaching and, and what, you know, a little bit more about what you're doing now. Yeah, so my story really kind of goes back to my... Um, uh, my my deployment to Iraq, my my life was radically changed from as a result of my experience from Iraq. I I actually left in two thousand. My deployment was in two thousand nine to two thousand and ten, and shortly after uh, coming back home from my deployment, something began to happen that I did not expect to happen coming back home. You know, I felt uh, normal. I was coming back home. I was excited. I was thrilled to be back in safety and, and back in the United States. And unfortunately that, that, that didn't happen. I came back home and uh, began to suffer from uh, what came to be PTSD. Uh, I was waking up in the middle of the night, not even know where I was at. I was uh, suffering from claustrophobia from places I had never had claustrophobia before. And just a lot of, I'd be driving down the road and if I saw any trash or black garbage bags, it would kind of send me back to 
Iraq. And so it was very uh, a difficult time for me. And what ended up happening is through my therapy, one of the things that I'd always wanted to do uh, was to finish my college degree. And uh, that was really what my therapist was working with me on saying, hey, you know, it's time to kind of focus on something new now in your life. And, and so that's what I began to do. And, and I, did, I wasn't ready to go uh, to a regular university with a lot of people. So I started taking online classes. And one of the classes that I took was a health and wellness class. And it was this class that opened up my eyes to a broader view of health and why people are healthy and why uh, people are, are suffering from these chronic uh, diseases, chronic conditions. And so it kind of set me on a path to um, help and improve my own health and well-being. And it got to the point where, um, long, long, long story short, I ended up completing my master's degree, I'm sorry, my bachelor's degree and continued on with my master's degree in uh, public health and then went into the public health profession where I worked as a health educator for a health organization. And so it was there that I began to kind of put these uh, pieces together where I was suffering from uh, uh, PTSD and anxiety and really struggling with the transition back home. And then uh, my education, I went back to back, my bachelor's and my master's degree, which I did eventually transfer to a, a regular university. And then going into the public health profession, I saw this huge lack of men's health initiatives. Uh, men were suffering and I was suffering as a result of this, this media about men's health is all about fitness and building muscles and strength training. And don't get me wrong, all those things are important, but it's just a very small thing that to them um, encompassing all of men's health. And so I, a light bulb went on um, for me. I then put on a men's health workshop and the men were, I received nothing but praise uh, from this workshop. Men wanted this information. They wanted it more and they wish they would have gotten it decades ago. And so a light bulb moment went off for me where I was like, hey, I know what it's like to have a crappy job. I know what it's like to go through a divorce. I know what it's like to go through a deployment and experience um, the living in a combat zone. I've had all these experiences. And then and to see how I was able to transform my life, I then began to start my men's uh, coaching program as a result of all these experiences. Excellent. Are you still working in the health and uh, wellness field or are you doing coaching full-time now? No, my, my coaching is full-time. Excellent. Great. So describe that transition. Yes. I mean, that's kind of what the, our, our, podcast is all about is helping people enhance their Wi-Fi lifestyle or, you know, launch out and, and get into it. So what was it like for you to say goodbye to the nine to five, your, your nine to five job and start coaching yeah. full time? Just tell us, take us right back to maybe when that, well, you, you already told us a little bit about how that yeah. idea came to be. Did you, did you offer the workshop while you were still working and did that sort of plant the seed that, Hey, maybe I could do this, uh, you know, as my, as my full-time gig. Yes. Yeah, so there, there was a couple things. One, uh, I did do it as my job. Um, I was, as I mentioned, I was a health educator. And so 
what I, I saw this huge lack of, of men's health. There, this health organization had been around for 40 years and they have two women's health programs. And I was, mm. I was taken back by that because my, I was working on a grant with the CDC Center for Disease Control and it was all about improving the health and wellness of Alaskan natives. And I'm thinking there are, you know, men are suffering as well, you know? And so for me, it was, I have the entrepreneur spirit. Uh, my mother is a very successful businesswoman. And so my, I have uncles who have their own businesses. I, I, I knew from a young age that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, my own boss as well. And I have had several businesses. I have to tell you, Rod, that I have not always been successful. I've had several businesses that, uh, that I started and failed at. And so I have learned kind of, um, that's all part of your education too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have learned the, the hard way yeah. in, uh, in, 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 in building a business. And even though my, my mother is very successful herself, I, I, I guess I had to go through the lessons myself because that's what really has happened. And so even though I went through um, my education I knew I always wanted to eventually start my own business. I knew that I wasn't going to be the nine to five type person. I've never have been. And I just knew that that was going to be uh, eventually uh, what I was going to do. So when I uh, started as a health educator, I uh, knew that it wasn't something that was probably going to be, it was a good experience. It was a wonderful experience right out of graduate school school. And I went to school later in life. I mean, we met, but person, but I'm, I'm 41 and I, I went to school. I started school um 34. So I went to college later on in life, but it was something I know you don't have to go to college to be successful. And you know, I, there's pros and cons to, to spreading that sort of message, but it, it was an opportunity for me to flourish. And I, and I did, and I come to love and appreciate my education, um, having it at an older age than you normally would in your early 20s, but also just absorbing everything I could about health and wellness and why, what's going on right now with men and their health and their mental well-being. And so going through my own struggles and then going and working with this health organization, it was a perfect job right out of graduate school. And I just, it was just, for me, it was like, this and I've always been into fitness and health in some capacity and in sports. And so for me, I was like, it, this is, this is my, this, I found my mission. I found my purpose and it was, it was incredible. So it was something where uh, my job, it went year to year and I could have kept going. Uh, they were very disappointed that I was leaving, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, this, this, it wasn't that I knew that job wasn't going to be uh, what I was wanted to do f uh, for some time. And so it was a perfect time for me. I felt like everything that I had learned in the past and, and things are just really taking off for me right now, but it's, you know, we hear often these success stories of people who are doing very well. And it, the, these stories don't come from people who just started overnight. You know, it, it's been a huge process. There are ways, don't get me wrong, there are ways to decrease that time frame, you know, but uh, unfortunately for me, I, I went a different route and, that, and that's okay for me. So when you turned down that contract, did you have some clients already? What, what, what was your launch like? Like where did your first uh, client come from? 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. My first client came from somebody I had met years and years ago at a conference. And I'm not sure exactly. I, I, I started letting friends and family know what I was doing. And I reconnected with this friend through LinkedIn. And to be honest, I'm not sure if I, 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 I believe I did contact him to, to see how to reconnect with him. It had been a long time. And come to find out we were kind of confused as to where we met, but we remembered each other and eventually got to the point where he's like, you came into my life at the right moment. And so that's where my first client came from. Right on. I, I love what you're doing. And, and so since your launch, how, how do you continue to find clients and, and get the word out there about your, your business? The way I do is through podcast shows, being on guests, through my through contacts as far as uh, referrals. I get a lot of referrals from people, but also through different uh, avenues, through social media, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, but most of mine have come from referrals or friends of friends mm-hmm. and um, also people who have, who have heard my, my sh- uh, being on, on podcast shows. Right on. So being on podcasts is, is really working for you. Yeah, it has. I haven't been on um, too many, but it has been very effective in helping to get the, the word out, especially around men's health. Um, there's really not a lot of positive information as far as, you know, there are the, the, the success stories, you know, like business, you know, entrepreneurship, uh, these sorts of things. But as far as men starting to receive uh, or starting to be exposed to a new story, a new narrative about really what it means to be a healthy man. And, you know, uh, the story and the narrative that we talk about around mental health and how that has this stigma and how we can talk about uh, mental fitness, mental performance, right? Those have more of kind of your athletic, your business type ideas that come up when someone say, um, says those words. But when, when someone says mental health, you know, that opens up a whole nother Thing and it just has a really stigma to it. So, so this this whole new narrative, this message that um that is getting out to men that I share, um is really starting to make a difference, and people are starting to respond to it, and it's exciting because it's really in the air right now. A lot of with the uh, um, with men and, and and what their struggles are, and, and kind of this whole Me Too movement thing. So it's it's an exciting time. And men are in, in a real double bind, aren't they? Like we're we're, we don't talk about our feelings very easily. Um, it's not seen as something that is, uh, you know, it's not encouraged necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, most men are, mm-hmm. <laughs> are encouraged to suck it up and, and be tough. And, uh, but that's the, you know, if you are having mental health issues, that's keeping you from the very thing that you need to be doing. And that's talking about your feelings and talking mm-hmm. about what's, what's going on inside. Do you find that? Yeah. And it's not so much about, yeah, and it's not so much about, you know, you know, talking about the, the feelings. It's just more of like talking about the struggle. It's mm. talking about what is it that uh, the struggle is all about. So it's not, it's, it's not necessarily like talking about my, my feelings. It's more, uh, um, and of course, there is emotion involved. Um, and that's kind of how we normally talk about it. It's like, yeah, you can go and talk and share your feelings. But it's more of, of you know, I, I have this anxiety. I have this depression because I have no mission. I have no focus. What am I on 
what am I doing here? You know, my mm -hmm. relationships are suffering. My, uh, my friendships are suffering and my performance at work, my, my business. And it's these sorts of things where we end up having this anxiety because there's so many things that are fighting for our attention that it's so difficult to focus. And you know, as, as a, as a, as an entrepreneur that when you have this scattered focus and you, it's very difficult to get things done. And mm -hmm. so when you have this, this, um, these, these consistent, this consistency in your life where you're not getting things done or you're not feeling fulfilled and just weeks go by, months go by, years go by, um, you begin to um, suffer from that and you begin to doubt your, your capabilities. You begin to doubt your, your life in, in, in such a way where it is, it's not exciting. It's not something that's fulfilling for you. And oftentimes <clears throat> men get really uh, into their work and into, um, into other things that aren't really healthy for them. And they neglect that, that their mental well-being and their, their health is, is vitally important. You know, one of the, one of the sayings that I have is, is what is wealth without the health to enjoy it? You know, great question. What is yeah. wealth when, when, when you can't enjoy it? And yeah. so for me, it's, um, it's really just about men being frustrated. Um, we're getting mixed, so many mixed messages and they're, they're doubting themselves as men. They're doubting themselves as a person and that's infecting or that's uh, impacting uh, the relationship with their wife, with the relationship with their kids and relationship with themselves as a man. I love it. And, you know, that's one of the things I, I'm trying to emphasize with this whole Wi-Fi business lifestyle thing is that, you know, when you're doing the nine to five grind or even, you know, more than that, a lot of us are work, you know, are, are, we're working 50, 60 hours a week in our jobs. There's no time to take care of yourself. You know, it's, uh, I don't blame people for not exercising and stuff like that when you got to get up at five in the morning to go sit in traffic on the way to work. And then you same thing on the way home, you're, you're exhausted. So, you know, self-care becomes the last thing on the list, doesn't it? You know, and, and that brings up a good point that, that you bring, Rod. It's like, you know, we have to take a step back. And, and this is something that I've had to do in my life where what's, what's most important Right. We talk about, you know, the, the Wi-Fi lifestyle lifestyle and that's what we want. But really, um, every everything that is in your life right now is a result on the decisions that you have made. Right. right? You you chose to take that job. Um, you chose to live um, two hours away from your job or you try. You chose these things. You right. Mm -hmm. And so when we're deciding about being an entrepreneur, when you're deciding to embark on the Wi-Fi lifestyle, there's these decisions that you have to make in, in what's important in your life, right? I know at one point I was sitting in traffic and maybe perhaps somebody who's listening to this right now is like sitting in traffic. And there's a good chance that they are listening right now. Traffic, yeah. it, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. It dawned on me. It dawned on me because I, I was living in North Seattle at the time mm. and it dawned on me that I sat there and I was like, my life is worth more than sitting here in traffic three hours a day. Yeah. And, I, and, it, 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 and, and that just led me to move. I moved somewhere. I moved uh, from, from Washington to, to Oregon. Mm. And where it takes five minutes to get somewhere, five minutes. You know, you choose <laughs> your life. Yeah. 
you know, and oftentimes we're, we're, we're like, well, I have this, well, I'm married, well, I have debt, well, I have kids, well, I have this. And it's like, those are decisions you made as well, too. (laughs) You know, let's, let's, let's be honest and and kind of real right here, right? Let's be honest and and real that the way your life is, is the, the way your life, you designed it. And that's why for me, the Wi-Fi lifestyle is what I wanted. I designed my business that I can run from anywhere in the world. I we I could and I'm gonna and we could go into this, but I'm about and I mentioned it to you before, but I'm about to embark on my next adventure where I'm gonna be traveling the world, yeah, right? Exactly. And yeah, that yeah. is something that has been so that's been something that's so important for me. But I had to make certain decisions in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to do this, you know, it's going to take those decisions and it's going to be, it's going to take that decision to finally say, you know what, my life is worth it. And I'm going, this is what I want to do with my life. And, and yeah, I may not be next week. It may not be next month or next year, but I'm going to start making a plan to make it happen. Right. Right. On. Yeah. Great. I know. I forgot that you were doing that. Yeah. You, you mentioned that in San Diego. So you're, tell us yes. maybe just a little bit more about that. You're going to be traveling and, and carrying on business while you are Absolutely. seeing the sights all around the world. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, here in three days from now, I'm going to be beginning my uh, next adventure where I'm going to be uh, traveling around the world. I'm starting in South America and Colombia where I'm going to go and and uh, live the Wi-Fi lifestyle, you know? It has been a dream of mine, it's been a long time of coming. And for me, it's gonna be just about, not only about um, me and living the lifestyle that I want, but also inspiring men to, to travel, men to get out of their comfort zones, men to go out and start living their adventurous side, whatever that may be. That could be going on a hike for a week. That could be going on a motorcycle camp. That could be going on a, a horse camp. Whatever it is that, you, that, that really is something that you want to do, to do it and to make that happen in your life. Because I believe, and I've seen it not only in my own life, but also in, in, in other men's lives where when they start taking care of themselves, when they start taking care of uh, and making them their health and their mental well-being and their self important, they engage in their relationships so much more because they're fulfilled themselves. Mm. So then they are able to then engage in that relationship with their spouse. They're able to engage with their kids. And I think it's so important for kids to see their parents working towards goals and accomplishing them and them being excited, excited about those goals and those things. And it's not to take away from them at all, but it's actually even to give more because it's also my belief too, that it doesn't matter how much a man is loved and cared for, that if he is not fulfilled, if he doesn't feel good about himself, he can't be the best husband. He can't be the best father. He can't be the best man that he could possibly be. So when he is living out that adventurous side in him, it's not saying that he gets, he, he stops all of his responsibilities. It's not saying that, but it's about taking care of himself too and letting him um, uh, be well and, 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 and live fulfilled. And that's, that's the inspiration for me as I travel around the world and share my story and share how I'm doing what I'm doing and, and hopefully inspire other men to, to take action and take the right action. Let's 
let's go just a little bit deeper with that. So what is it about adventure and men? And I'll just be honest with you here. I feel like my desire for adventure uh, is waning a little bit as I get older. I'm, I'm yeah. 53. Yeah. I, I still yeah. go, I still enjoy yeah. going out and hiking and exploring yeah. and stuff like that, but I don't need to be, I mean, yeah. I used to love jumping off cliffs and doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like that, but I, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't feel yeah. the need to, to do that anymore, but I still yeah. like to go out and, and explore. So what is yeah. it like? And, and like when we talked in San Diego, I told you, told you, you know, like if I go out and have a good, play hockey or something like that, yeah. that energizes me for a few days afterwards. Like I just feel better. So what's yes. the, what's the connection there? What are, what are you telling men and why, why are you encouraging men to, to uh, be adventuresome? Adventure is uh, subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what may be adventurous for me, um, what wouldn't be adventurous for you? Right. And, and, and so what that adventurous side could be anything, as you mentioned, it could be, you know, continuing to play hockey, even at 53, or continuing to play soccer uh, at 53, you know, right. or whatever that is, there's, there's, I think that's what's, I think that's what's missing too, is men aren't giving them the option to continue to be adventurous to continue yeah. to be, um, and you mentioned, I, I, I don't really have that, that uh, desire to be adventurous. Well, the, you, I, I, would, I would want for you to be excited about something that, that, would, uh, 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 that you would be, and it doesn't have to be, you mentioned, you know, maybe jumping out of planes or something, but I think that's something that men have been denying themselves, that they get to a certain point in their life where it's just like, uh, it's just not going to happen for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's different for everyone, but I really think that, you know, if I were to just get, you know, I, if I were to give you a million dollars and say, look, you got to go do something adventurous with this money. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're going to find something, whether that's yeah. to go fishing, you know, and catch a big fish or whether that's to go scuba diving or whether that's to go a, a helicopter ride on the top of a mountain, right? You're going to find something that you're passionate in or that you're really interested in. Right. right. And so those are the types of things that you know I'm about to turn 42 and I hope I never stop being adventurous there's so many things out in the world to experience that would get you excited would get anyone excited I think if given the opportunity and and I think that's part of what the whole wi-fi lifestyle is all about right it's the adventure and that's kind of how I see it I think there's some uh, people who are who you know see the wi-fi lifestyle just staying home <laughs> right but that's not yeah. the adventurous side of, you know yeah that's not, not talking the about sitting side in front that of I'm, a computer that i'm talking yeah. about yeah yeah exactly. yeah uh, you know uh, for me it's about getting out there and experiencing life and i think um because that hasn't been something that's been promoted for men that it's been kind of a lost uh, a lost thing and i think it's that suppression that we have have um have have put upon ourselves um, in our, because we were so much into our work and our families into other things that, that, you know, we just kind of end up involved in uh, where there's so many other things that is exciting. And so for me with the Wi-Fi lifestyle and being able to travel the world, I mean, to me, there's nothing better than that. And that's kind of what my definition of, of the Wi-Fi lifestyle is. And so for me, it's um, helping men to, to reignite that, that uh, adventure side in them um, while taking care of their health and their mental well-being. Right on. Um, so 
I want to just get back to some Wi-Fi business lifestyle questions, and then we'll ask you for a couple tips. The one thing I'm still working on this question, and it has to do with leverage. I think it's the question is going to end up being, what's one way that you're working smarter instead of harder? What, how, how are you leveraging your, your time? Mm, yeah, that's a great question. One of the things that um, I'm leveraging my time is really working with clients in a, in a group setting. Mm. Uh, there's many uh, good things about uh, the group setting, especially in, in working with men, in that um, we begin to see uh, the struggles and we begin to realize that hey, I'm not the only man who's struggling with this, or I'm not the only man who wants this in their life, whether it's to be adventurous, whether it's to be a more engaged husband, more engaged father, more fit father, more uh, of a healthier father to expose that, that example to their, to, their, um, to their family. And so being able to work with um, people in groups, help leverage my time and being able to be more impactful and being able to work with more people in a, in a, in a smaller amount of time and being able to um, incorporate that group dynamic into um, really helping men to uh, be supported and be encouraged along their path because each person is an individual and and, and just because somebody is more in, is interested in, in improving their fitness while someone else will be improving their nutrition there could be support on on both those things so to answer your question it's more of a, of a group coaching and and helping that you utilize my time more effectively Right on. Yeah. I love group coaching and, and I have a lot of experiences with groups. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just wonderful what happens and that doesn't all fall on you necessarily either. And it's always incredible what, what comes up and people can learn from other people in the group. And uh, if one person is, you know, being particularly vulnerable, it helps other people to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. as well. They, they see that it's a safe place to, to open up and that, that kind of thing. So yeah, cool. That's great. I yes. wasn't expecting that as your answer for leveraging your time, but that's, that's, that's really neat. The, <laughs> the next question is why do you do what you do? You know, that that's a wonderful question. And you know, I think the reason I do what I do is because of my life experience throughout from childhood um, as a, as a young adult um, my experience as far as um, being in the military, I've, I've been through, the, through it all, really. And I've come to accept that those are things that have happened to me. And I'm, I'm a much better person today because of it. You know, I, I was on a recent interview where we talked about adverse childhood experiences mm-hmm. and how those impact our life as we, as um, not only as a child, but also as an adult. And when we're, when we experience those adverse childhood experiences, it makes a lasting impact in, in our life and oftentimes in a negative way. And so because I had that um, childhood experience where I had a father who was very uh, mean and aggressive and um, wouldn't hold back in his punishments. And then my experience in the, in the military and going through a deployment in, in, a, in a combat zone and then also going through a divorce and those different experiences. And for me, I see that coming out of those, I see um, how these experiences that other men have gone through have impacted their life in a negative way. And, what, and, and, and as a result of my education, um, you see both my degrees are in health. 
and I understand extensively why people are healthy, who's healthy, what are they doing, who's unhealthy, what are they doing, the health, the, the lifestyle and behavior factors that impact people's lives. And, and, and many of these things result as um, these experiences they had as children and as it impacted them in, in their life. And so all these experiences that I've had and I've gone through, I do what I do today because it is an absolute pleasure to, to help men break through those barriers, break through those things that are stopping them and that are helping them to become the best man that they can be. Because I, I believe that when we have men that are in, more engaged in, in their relationships with their spouse, when we have more men who are engaged with their children and setting a good positive example, that they will make an impact in this world. And, and this, and this is a result of the, the, the things that I had to go through as a, as a, uh, in my life. They all have not been positive, but I have had to develop a positive view of those experiences. And so now I get to help men make those same transitions that I have made and how I have been, uh, um, been able to achieve my dreams, my goals, and how I'm continuing to pursue those dreams and those goals, despite the fact that my childhood uh, wasn't the best, how uh, going through a deployment, uh, how going through a divorce, these experiences, and, um, and I know many of them, uh, th this isn't necessarily a, a, unique, a unique story in a sense, right? Everyone's an individual and everyone has different views and experiences, but um, I think I've been you know, this is my passion. This is my purpose. And I do it because maybe perhaps I wish I would have had a better example. You know, I yeah. wish I had more engaged father. Mm -hmm. I wish I had, um, you know, ha had different things happen for me, but that's, that's okay. I am who I am today as a result of those experiences. And I've had to shift my, my view of those and look at them in a positive way. And for me, there's not, and I know that when I help or I support and teach a man how to redefine their life and share with them what's possible that they are going to make a much bigger impact, right? Um, I help one person and he ends up changing his whole family who ends up changing his kids and his sons and daughters see a healthy example uh, of, of, of nutrition and physical exercise and nutrition that, that that's going to go out and, and, and make a huge change. You know, I studied public health and, and, and so to make that change through helping a man um, is, is pretty, is powerful for me. And that's, that's why I do what I do. Let's get a little more specific here. Let's identify a problem that you help people solve. And if you don't mind, just tell us what the, that problem is and, and get, maybe give us a little bit of advice. We've talked about it being adventuresome. <laughs> it may, is there something mm -hmm. else that you, you, you want to talk to us about today? Yes. One of the things is anxiety. Uh, a lot of men are suffering from anxiety and mild depression. And oftentimes that is a result, right? That's a symptom of other things that are happening. Anxiety is a result of something that is happening. I had a client who came to me who was, one, who was having anxiety and who was wanting to lose weight. And as I got to um, more in depth in his situation, it come to find out that he was sleeping on the couch in his office. Hmm. Now, 
um, the reason why he was sleeping on the couch in his office was because his kids, his, his young, young um, children got into the habit of, of um, being afraid in their rooms and running to the bedroom uh, of their parents' bedroom. And so it got to the point where he was working late at night and in his office and he would just crash in his, uh, he would go to try to go to bed, but his kids were there and they were, you know, he would just end up leaving them there. So we started talking about how important sleep is. So before I can start, uh, before we can work on anything else, right? We had to start working on the brain. The brain needs sleep. And when you're not getting enough rest, right? When you're not getting enough rest, when we're sleeping, our brains are detoxing. They're eliminating the toxins in our brain. And when you don't get proper sleep, I can tell you exactly what you need to do to eliminate anxiety or to start being physically active to to, to lose weight or your nutrition and these different things that you could begin to do to lose weight. But we first have to take care of this sleep before we can deal with anything else. Because when you're tired, you're not going to want to be physically active. You're not going to want to choose the healthy choice. Right. Mm -hmm. And so with working with clients, it's oftentimes something that they may not be recognizing right away. That's their issue. Yes. They want to lose weight. They want to eliminate anxiety. But there's these other issues that they, for, you know, whatever reason, it's not that they're dumb or, 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 or you know, uneducated. It's just that there's just this piece that, that I can see that they're not seeing and to bring that to light, right? Mm -hmm. My whole goal for, for men is self-determination, self-efficacy, where they can, can uh, uh, have that motivation and that, that those skills for them to, um, uh, and, and, and there's the other things that I do to help them to zero in and exactly what it is that they want and to, and, to, and to help guide them and keep them accountable to those, to those actions that, uh, to achieve the desires that they want. So that's mm -hmm. just kind of one example where it's like, you got to have rest, you know, you got to <laughs> have good, good sleep before. Um, and, and once, and, and in fact, once he began to sleep, uh, back in his, you know, he, he was able to accomplish that goal and get his kids in their own beds and having his bed back with his wife, his anxiety decreased mm. to the point where he, he wasn't ha having any more anxiety in, in, in some cases and in uh, some situations. But he then we can work on those other things that he truly wanted to work on. But that was something I, I could help guide him to all these do all these different things to help him to accomplish his goal but this first one had to be taken care of first so that's one that kind of really sticks out to me for the clients that I've worked with that's cool I can imagine him coming to you expecting you know being told to learn how to deep breathe or you know take a walk <laughs> or you know punch yes. a wall or punch a pillow or something <laughs> to decrease your anxiety and and you yeah. identified sleep that, that's the power of a coach isn't it is is having just Absolutely. another set of eyes yeah and someone to talk to about what's going on in your life and maybe see something that you had never even thought of. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to go into our speed round and then I'm going to ask people how to get in touch with you if you have any programs available. So the first question is, do you have a resource that inspires you a book, a person, a podcast, uh, <laughs> something that yeah. you can pick one thing that I know it's changing all the time, but today yeah. what's, what's inspiring you? 
You know, going on this next adventure of mine, you know, I'd have to share this documentary. I watched it several years ago and it's called 100, 180 degrees south. Oh, cool. Uh, do, do not. Yeah. 180 degrees south. It's a documentary. I believe it might be available on Netflix. Not sure. Yeah. But don't watch it on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> and the reason, the reason is, is because you just might go to work on Monday and quit <laughs> because, um, <laughs> because it is a, it's an inspiring, it's, it's an inspiring, um, adventure to where, you know, uh, there's just so many great things about it. It's more of this person who goes on to this adventure uh, to climb this mountain that he was inspired to do. And it's kind of this, this journey that he goes along during this, this conquest that he has uh, that he desires to do. And it's just really inspiring uh, for me. And, and I, and I watched this several years ago and I think that's, that set the tone for me to one day do what I'm about to do in literally three days from now. Cool. And so that's been a really huge inspiration for me. And like I said, um, you know, each, everyone has their own sense of adventure and their own idea of what adventure is. Right. But for me, um, that, that documentary is, is something that uh, inspires me and, and uh, it's great. Right on. Maybe I should watch it and it'll get me inspired, a little more inspired <laughs> for adventure again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the second question is, do you have a business tool, an app, a software program, or something that you feel enhances your Wi-Fi lifestyle that helps you work smarter um, and, and not harder? Yeah, that's a good question. There's many different tools, and you know, we're using one now called Zoom, and uh, to do interviews, you could do them from anywhere in the world. I, I work off of a, a Surface Pro, mm. and it's a tablet. And that's, you know, back in the day, I remember I've done some traveling before where you would carry this laptop and, you know, it'd be like this thing on your back. But that's what I travel with is just a Surface Pro. And I have things that I connect with that. And uh, it's, you know, we live in an incredible time right now where you can literally run a business from anywhere in the world. And so many countries um, have made it a priority for, for um, fast internet connections. And so that makes it even easier uh, to do this uh, where you can uh, be anywhere in the world and, and, uh, and uh, run your business. So I, I would say the Zoom being able to connect with people and then Calendly, I use Calendly to make my, uh, for my appointments. And so those two things are kind of some tools that I utilize that are very efficient and work, have worked very well for me. Do you have an inspiring cause or a nonprofit that you want to give a shout out to today? A cause or a nonprofit, uh, you know, one that um, I'm looking at starting, but I don't have one in particular um, that I can offer right now, but that is a very good question. And yeah, for those who, I don't have one for you, Rod. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Are, are there any, I'm wondering, are there any veterans organizations or anything like that that you would, would give a shout out to today? You know, yeah, well, the one actually just popped into my head and I'm hoping I get this right. It's called Burpees for Veterans. Okay. okay. .com, I believe. And, 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 and yeah, I, I, it's, if, if .com doesn't come in, keep trying the other ones, .net or .org. But I think it's – and they're trying to raise money for veterans with PTSD. 
mm-hmm. and it's it's through um, a former Navy SEAL, and it seems to be a great opportunity. Uh, burpees, most most oftentimes people don't like burpees. I, I'm not <laughs> sure why they chose burpees, but I, but you can do it with no equipment, so it's just like right. um, it's perfect. Uh, yeah, cool. But yeah, I think that would be one that, that just came to my mind. So maybe that's the one I'm supposed to say. <laughs> right on. I'll look it up. I'll find it and put the link in our show notes so people can Perfect. can check that out. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining me. You're obviously super passionate about what you're doing, and it was great to meet you in person. I got a great vibe from you when we when we talked, and you're the kind of person yes. I would love to just hang out with and talk some more. That's the kind of person I want to have on my show. I'm just wondering if you have any events or uh, courses or anything that, that uh, to offer that people, so people can stay connected with you. Yeah. People can visit my website at strongmencoaching.com. That's strong M E N coaching.com. And I have my, uh, for those who are, who are struggling with anxiety and would like some relief from that, I have my strong method masterclass available there on my website, free training. Uh, it's been very effective in helping my clients eliminate anxiety. Although if you're struggling with, with sleep, get your sleep first. <laughs> but good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You must've, what a great name. What a great URL. You must've pinched yourself when you saw that that was available. That's, that's excellent. Yes, yes. It was great. <laughs> so I'm starting to practice this as, you know, rather than just throw it out there and, and tell people to come visit your, your website, maybe you can give us an example of a client that you've been able to help, a client story. An additional one, from, well, actually another one that comes to mind is a client who he was struggling once again with anxiety And coming to find out, you know, there's like these underlying things, right? He was also addicted to sugar Mm. and he consumed a large amount of sugar um, through soda, through, um, through, yeah, soda. And so one of the things that we, I worked with him on is decreasing his consumption because it was also, he, and, and this is the thing he was telling me, it was like it, and, and as he began to make the connection in his mind was that it was a, it was a natural thing uh, for his family. He grew up where soda was just part of every get together, part of every, you know, um, and he's from India. Mm. He's actually from India. He was born or his family is from India. He was born in the United States and living in, in uh, uh, Florida. But so for him, it was helping him to get free from this addiction of sugar. And, mm-hmm. and it was in how he began to uh, realize how it was impacting not only his health, um, but also his family's health, uh, mm-hmm. where it, where I had him, I had him document how much soda he was drinking in a week and what ended up happening was he, he almost didn't want to even talk to me <laughs> because he knew I, I, he knew I was going to ask him what it was. And, and he, he said it, it blew his mind. He oh, did yeah. not realize that he was drinking that much soda and how he then now recognizes, you know, his family and how they were it being impacted in it as well. And so that was something uh, that he was able to radically change 
his life, which then radically impacted his energy and his thrive, you know, now is thriving for his, you know, and, and knows that he, um, uh, how that is impacting that, how that was impacting his health. That was impacting how he was, um, his energy levels, his work performance, his mental well-being. It was all wrapped around that. And so for him, he was able to regain control over his health and mental well-being. So that was really exciting. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's another one that people are struggling with. There's a lot of people struggling with um, sugar consumption and in the form of soda. And, and, and so it's an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. It is not good for the brain, not good for the yeah, brain. Yeah. And not so good for the waistline either. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> good. Well, thanks so much, Anthony. The, the website again is strongmancoaching.com and we'll have links to Anthony's different connections on the website on, on Fuel Radio. Dot com and thank you so much for joining me today i knew i knew you'd be a great interview and i mostly i was just looking forward to to talking to you again and we'll follow your your travels are you going to be documenting those somehow yes yes i will be i will be doing that on my website and through instagram you can find me at strongman coaching on instagram you've been listening to fuel radio 